Hello, I'm Alma Schneider. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the proud mother of four children, one of whom has Prader-Willi syndrome. And I am Iris Miller. I'm a certified rehabilitation counselor and the proud mother of two children, one of whom has quadriplegic cerebral palsy and is nonverbal. In this podcast, we discuss the uncensored truth about raising children with disabilities. Prepare to laugh, cry, and hopefully learn something new. This is Two Moms, No Fluff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two Moms, No Fluff. We are here to talk about the uncensored truth about raising children with disabilities. Uh, We thank you very much for returning to our podcast. And if this is your first time, welcome. We hope you'll get what you need. And um, I'm here with my partner, Iris Miller, and uh, she's going to introduce you to the topic for today. Alma, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I uh, would introduce the topic and then tell you how you are related to my day today. Oh. Uh, beyond the podcast right now, obviously, we're recording a podcast at this moment. So uh, first of all, uh, today we're going to talk about taking a break and how to take a break when you're constantly caregiving and there is no stopping. When you're the main primary caregiver and your child needs 24-7 support, it is hard, sometimes impossible to really take a real break. But uh, today we're going to like give you some help, advice, and recommendations of things that worked for us. And today I'll begin with something that Alma, my friend here, uh, told me yesterday, and here I am doing it today. Oh my goodness, what a good student. I'm dying to hear what this is. So first of all, a necessary disclosure. Everybody, I know that you see us on Zoom. Now, uh, Zoom, is, as some of you might know, has this like filter that makes your skin looks much better than it is in reality. Let's face it, I do not look like that. If you would have met me in the street today, you would see that the situation is basically not that, how do you say it's not even, ah, basically, okay. It's not true because I've seen you many times in person Uh, and you look just as good, if not better in real life than on this Zoom. um, That's uh, all I'm gonna say. Alma, thank you, thank you. I would uh, have my husband listen to this part of the episode time and time again until he internalized how amazing I really am. Thank you for that. But uh, Alma was uh, telling me yesterday that every day a person should do something for themselves. And with that, I have started the day, people, with going to Target to buy myself eye and face cream because my skin is so dry and peeling. And just by doing something small for myself, I am telling you, it wasn't a break. I went to Target, not by myself. I had one of my children with me, but yet the purpose of the trip was to upgrade my life. And even though I was still caring for one of my kids and it wasn't just me browsing around the aisles, having that cream, putting it on my face was ah, such a breath of fresh air so thank you alma for making me think of myself first and starting the day with my needs first and uh, first thing in the morning it's very rare for me so i appreciate that 
I'm glad. AJ, I'll let you tell the audience a little bit about how you take a break and then I have many more other examples. All right, good, good. Well, I'm glad to see that I've had a positive influence on your day. That makes me and feel my very skin. good. And your skin, and, yes. your, and your beautiful skin. Um, <laughs> so let's call these micro breaks because as you mentioned, um, you know, oftentimes we don't have the time for a break and a break, do, you know, we all think about a break being like lying on the couch with your feet up with a, you know, with a mask on or whatever it is. Breaks can mean very different things to different people. It's basically just a way to recharge, you know, something very, it could be something very small and it could even just be the idea that you're thinking of yourself. Like that made you feel good that you took control of your of you, you, you identified a need that you had, you actually allowed yourself to think, what would make me feel good? And then you acted on it. And that's very empowering, I have to say, that's very empowering. So some of the things that I do, oh, she's got the cream right there. Good for you, she's the proof, she's proving it. Cause you know, we, I, she wasn't sure that we believe her, but she just held up her cream. Um, something that I think uh, that we can all fit into our day, no, ah! no matter what we're doing is I just turn my phone off it's for my daughter calling me for the millionth time. That's a way that I take care of myself. And <laughs> every 30 minutes, if you just get up every 30 minutes and walk around, walk around your house and do chores and set your alarm for every 30 minutes. I've seen people do this. And I'm like, what are they doing? But I just uh, read that if you get up, every 30 minutes and just walk around for two minutes, it's just as good for your blood sugar as it is, as it is to exercise for a designated hour um, for that one hour during the day. So if you're interspersing like a little bit of exercise throughout your day, that is something that is really good for your body. And we can all do that in some way. Even if we're working, we can stand up and walk around the room as we're on the phone or, you know, whatever it is, we can walk around doing chores in the house or in your office. There's lots of stuff that we can do while walking around. So that's something that I'm really trying to do. Just be conscious of the fact that, you know, I don't want to just sit in a chair all day. And that is something we can all fit into our day, I believe. Alma, that's a good one. And mm -hmm. I am going to, again, adopt the tip and do it myself when I'm uploading oh. episodes and sitting for hours on end in front of the oh, computer. Oh. Now I put a timer and I'll walk around the house. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah teach me new things. So oh, no. I want to share that uh, at the beginning uh, of the early years with my children, mm -hmm. I was so stressed out and unrested that I could feel the tension in my body all the time. I was mm -hmm. just tense and uh, that uh, caused A, a lot of back pain and B, um, I, I could just like feel myself getting stiff, you know, also from like nursing and holding one child because he was a baby and the other child because she had CP and yeah. I, I needed something and financial uh, wise, we couldn't always afford, let's say, to go to get a massage or something like that. So the thing that would help me was to take a bath, a nice long relaxing bath. But I discovered that I can't even sit in a bath and relax because I was so kind of, I guess, uh, traumatized with my own life that I would get into a bath and I would constantly hear or imagine that I hear one of my kids crying or something falling or something. And I couldn't just be 
in a state of relaxation. Mm-hmm. My solution for that was that, let's say, uh, Saturday mornings or some other time during the weekend, I would send my husband with both my kids for a walk. So mm. I cognitively know that whatever I'm hearing is not coming from our apartment, not right. from our house, and that they are out and about. And I had mm-hmm. my phone next to me on. If they needed me, they could call. And then mm-hmm. I could allow myself to kind of actually listen to music because I was afraid to listen to music in the bathtub in case they need me. So right. I listen to music and totally check out and find that half an hour to just not think of everybody else and try to relax. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend if you feel that you can't relax even when you have an opportunity to relax, to figure out a way that you can remove yourself from danger, if that's mm-hmm. the term. And uh, if it works for me, I hope it can work for others. Good, good. That is an excellent one. Um, it reminds me of ferberizing the babies, having uh, me leave the house so that I wouldn't have to ferberize and I let my husband deal with it. <laughs> um, something else that I have started doing recently that may not seem like a big deal to many people, but I have started staying in bed right after my kids leave. I either lie on the couch, and not everyone is able to do this, but if you are able to do this, lying on the couch or lying in my bed, drinking my coffee. Sounds very simple, but just even for 10 or 15 minutes, to be in bed seems like such a decadent hedonistic thing to do, but it's really not. It's not that big a deal, but for me, and you need to find, we all need to find things that resonate for us, that's gonna be relaxing for us. That is such a, it's only like 10 or 15 minutes, but for me, it is such a nice thing. I force myself not to be on my phone and I just sit there calmly decompressing because it's usually very stressful once my kids or out of the house, getting them ready and then getting them out. I decompress instead of jumping right into the next thing. I just hang out for 10 or 15 minutes drinking my hot coffee and I really look forward to it. I like my coffee really hot with almond milk in it. And I just lay in bed doing that. And it's a micro break. It's a short little break. And I've also uh, alternated with sitting in front of my window that faces our local park and I drink looking outside at the, at the at nature. So that's something else that kind of decompresses me. It's a very short time, but it, it kind of makes me regroup and I can sit without a break. Ama, that's a wonderful and uh, micro breaks are very important and necessary and many times the only way that us <laughs> caregivers can really take a break if we can call mm-hmm. it that. And I think that there is a lot to be said about our self-perception and, mm-hmm. and what is like, I don't know, expected from us. I know mm-hmm. that uh, I find it hard to lie or sit in this, on the sofa in the middle of the day. I feel that even now when we have caregivers for Karen 24-7, mm-hmm. I feel guilty sitting on my own sofa in my own house that mm-hmm. uh, it's not allowed to be rested or unproductive right my hidden excuse for that and i'll go and i'll make myself the cup of coffee you mentioned not with Mm -hmm. the milk because i'm less of a good person than you are (laughs) with 
<laughs> whole milk, organic, but whole milk and uh, but decaf because I don't really do well with caffeine. And I'll sit on the sofa and I will go and do our Instacart shopping. And I buy our groceries on Instacart like that. And then I get a physical rest and I can put my legs up on the mm-hmm. table and uh, order the groceries for the house. And I know, and people uh, are always telling me, but it's like, it's more expensive than going to the store. But for me, this is my break. This is how I buy my break. And going physically going to the store is sometimes mm-hmm. such an effort. If it's yeah. not the physical effort of bringing Karen with her equipment and aid to the store with me, it's the emotional effort of leaving one child behind, as I just told you I did this morning when I went to Target with only one of my kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, being able to be present, be at home, be in my children's vicinity, but mm-hmm. um, being still productive, even though I'm on the sofa, feels the best. I absolutely love it. And it's almost like for me, pressing on that Instagram, uh, Instacart, sorry, <laughs> not mm-hmm. Instagram, but Instacart app, it's almost like a state of relaxation immediately. I'm just like scrolling through and pressing yeah. milk, bread, <laughs> <laughs> coffee, <laughs> and my life is instantly better. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's just whatever works for us, you know, um, and what we're, we're just giving suggestions and trying to get you to open your minds up people about what would be meaningful to you. We're just sharing what was meaningful to us. Something else that I do as a, as a micro break <clears throat> is that while I'm driving, and this is only if you're able to concentrate on something that you're listening to as well as um, drive is I love, love, love listening to podcasts when I'm driving somewhere. And to me, that is such a break. And it can be something that's frivolous, like the Dolly Parton podcast that talks all about her life, or it could be something um, profound having to do with, you know, politics or uh, uh, philosophy or mental health, just something that I'm interested in that I get to listen to while I'm driving to get somewhere that I have, I have to get in the car and pick up my kids or pick, you know, run errands. Listening to a podcast is such a treat for me. Um, or, you know, I used to, I haven't for a little while listened to the books on Audible while I'm driving, but I listen to podcasts while I'm driving and I love it. It is like a special treat for me. I used to get so upset when my kids were late and I was to wait for them to get out of the person's house where I was picking them up from. Now I couldn't care less how late they are because I am listening to my podcast and I'm completely engaged and entertained. So that's another little treat for myself. That I, I have a recommendation for you, Alma. I know that you're going to love it. It's a podcast about the uncensored truth of raising people with disabilities. It's called Two Miles No Plus, and it goes so well with your uh, drive and also doing the dishes, cleaning the floor, and just going on a walk. Try it and let me know what you think about that one. Oh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. (laughs) So I think uh, I talked to uh, um, to a point about listening to music a little bit and we all know how music influences the brain and how it can without actually taking a physical or mental break it helps a kind of 
alleviate your spirit. How do you call it? No, I didn't say the right Lift word. Lift your spirit. Lift your Lift spirit, your yes. Spirit. And alleviate your kind of burdens and uh, uh -huh. worries. So um, I found out that it is impossible for me. We talked about PTSD for parents of kids with disabilities. I could mm -hmm. not like go to my bedroom and listen to music. I just, I, I couldn't. I had to constantly be in control and hear uh, even though I knew there was a caregiver with my daughter, even if the caregiver was my husband, I was just too traumatized and I had to listen in the entire time, be on the alert. But Ooh. when I was in the living room with my daughter and my son, then I could listen to music. So mm. I had music playing in the background while I was doing the caregiving, the uh, diaper changing, the uh, dressing, the undressing, the uh, teaching and helping with the painting, etc. Uh, that was really lovely until my kids became too opinionated and now I'm forced <laughs> to listen to Hamilton for the 127 time a day <laughs> because someone else de de determines what we listen to. But yes. I really do invite everybody to enjoy the benefits of music mm -hmm. and putting music in the background really does change the mood. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Another micro break that can be done 24 seven is focusing on your breathing. And one of the ways in which I remind myself to just focus on my breathing to de-escalate um, is I put, I have a little, um, uh, a little picture of the OM sign, <clears throat> sign for meditation. And I also have a little Buddha that I got at Kripalu when I went to a yoga retreat that I purchased. And I tape them to my car dashboard so that again, when I'm driving, which I do a lot during the day, I can just, it serves as a little reminder and I just focus on my breathing with, no matter what I'm doing. And again, these are things that we can do throughout the day to avoid getting into some kind of a mental crisis, um, to get real, to, to not be agitated, to not, you know, sometimes we're not even aware of how stressed out we are and it builds and builds and builds. It's not even conscious. And then we can crack or explode or whatever it is. These are all little things that we need to incorporate into our day and they're all doable. Even talking about the coffee, if you have to run out of the house to go to work after your kids go to school and you don't have time for that, maybe think about if you really enjoy lying in your bed drinking coffee, getting up before the kids get up and then going to bed a little earlier if you need to catch up on your sleep that way. You're just, just switching up how you, um, you know, divide up the sleep hours. So breathing, simply being aware of taking in four breaths and letting out seven counts. Taking, I mean, break, breathing in four beats and then letting it out seven beats is a really great way to um, focus on, on regulating your breathing. And that again, can be done whenever. Uh, Alma, I want to extend uh, your kind of thought about breathing, which is really, really important, nice, and ho also helps calm an anxiety very much. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, there is an addition to the technique that you are using that maybe you and our audience want to try, and that is like taking in four, holding in five, and then releasing seven. Mm -hmm. 
yes uh, that's uh, also uh, maybe an interesting exercise no matter what you're doing you can breathe in 10 if you want and hold yeah. and, and, and i don't know hold for two whatever works for you it's just remembering to focus on uh, something that uh, helps calm the nervous system and br breathing mm -hmm. breath work is one technique so uh, that being said uh, you can put little things around the house like for example uh, we came back from india and we had a lot of like tiny elephants but mm -hmm. you can use those to remind your kids when you are uh, in front of this uh, i don't know elephant or whale or whatever little statue in the house remember to take a deep breath and that's kind of like re reminding the children in the house that there are opportunities during the day to stop and mm -hmm. focus in and take a deep breath and uh, help calm their nervous system as they are going throughout their daily activities. And uh, mm -hmm. I know for a lot of uh, kids with disabilities, self-regulation is a challenge. So that's yeah. something that is in the physical environment that brings the attention back in. That being said, my yeah. next tip for taking a break without taking a break while caregiving, <laughs> and I know that this doesn't uh, work for all children, but if you have a child that you can take out of the house with you, um, taking your child on a walk, uh, whether you're pushing them in a stroller, a wheelchair, or they can physically walk beside you, then I highly recommend that. It's uh, good not just to kind of change environments, uh, because the moment that you're out of the house, the energy changes, but yes. it's also a good physical exercise and that really, really helps calm the nervous system. If you can, and now that we live in Michigan, the option is right outside our door to walk in nature. And if you can walk somewhere that there are many, many trees, the technique of EMDR, the rapid eye movement, really helps with trauma and integrating, uh, you know, traumatic uh, feelings and emotions. So just mm -hmm. having that change in light while you walk outside in a forest can really, mm -hmm. really calm the nervous system. So I highly recommend that. It's very, very true. Nature, so many studies showing that nature is very calming to the nervous system, which brings me to binge watching on Netflix or some other, <laughs> you see, see how I made that, that connection, which wasn't really a connection. Um, <laughs> there is a way it may seem very decadent and luxurious to watch TV during the day. However, whether you're working from home or you are um, working in the office, there are certain tasks that we can do while also watching TV. And there is nothing wrong with folding laundry or doing dishes or doing paperwork while having, you know, paperwork that you do need to, do not need to focus on that much, but if it's some kind of busy work, having your favorite show on and watching it, even having something that you don't have to have your eyes on it, like watching The Voice or American Idol, where you're just listening to the singing um, and the comments, where you don't have to have your eyes glued to the TV. There are so many things that can be done while not just listening to podcasts, but watching TV while you are folding laundry. And who's, who says we can't watch TV while we're doing laundry? I mean, there is nothing wrong with that. And it might be a way to feel like you're, you're, um, you're treating yourself, but it's also, you know, 
you're keep you're, you're you're involved with pop culture so you know what's going on when everybody's talking about the latest episode of of uh rami for example and I, oh and let me bring up rami for a second do you know that one of the stars of rami that's on hulu is going to be our guest speaker for the disability pride parade in montclair this year his mm -hmm. name is Steve way he is a disability advocate and disability rights advocate and an actor and a comedian and uh stay tuned for that that's um we're very excited about that. That's May 20th in the Disability Pride Parade. But anyway, I've been meaning to watch up on my follow-up on the third season of Rami, and um, I planned on doing that this week while I'm folding laundry. That's my, my girlfriend. Alma, I think that uh, all in all, there are probably people listening today that are saying, what are they talking about? I need to just pack a suitcase and leave this house altogether. And so mm -hmm. this is your sentiment and you have the um, ability to to leave your kid behind and really go on vacation. I want to again mention uh, Mother's Rest. We talked mm -hmm. about it in another episode and uh, we also hosted the uh, woman who just came up with this brilliant uh, charity ID and is now running it. And her, her name is Andrea and she was um, on one of our episodes please uh, do take advantage of uh, a mother's rest because it's not just an opportunity to take a break and take a rest. It's also an opportunity to connect and interact with other parents who are caregivers and we are stronger together. So I highly recommend that. Yes, that's a real break. That's a real break. So, all right, well, that's all I have for today. Um, do you have anything else, Iris, that you'd like to add? I'm sure that we're gonna be coming up with a lot more of these in future episodes, but. Yeah, as usual, this is one of those topics that again, our uh, little tricks and tips that we share today are just the tip of the iceberg. We love it when others share their ideas and their experiences. You can either write to us at info at twomomsnofluff.com or join our Facebook group or our confidential online support group and share your thoughts, experiences, and tips with us because we learn every day from you guys. So yes, we, thank you for uh, joining us. If you would like to get our monthly newsletter, please also subscribe at info at twomomsnofluff.com and also give us please five-star ratings so other parents of kids with disabilities can uh, listen to this podcast as well. The more ratings we get, uh, the more audience we can reach. So thank you, Alma, and thank you thank to all you our are. listeners. And we'll see you all next week. All right, have a great week. Bye. Bye. For more information, please go to www.twomomsnofluff.com. Thank you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give it a five-star rating so more people can hear it. Thank you.